Hello, Kevin. I'm your host, Rachel Pond. In this week's episode, I will be sharing some of my favorite spiritual and witchy podcasts along with apps that I like to use in my practice. And then I will be diving into some popular topics and sharing my opinion on them. Uh, Before we jump into this week's episode, though, I want to shout out to all my fellow Leos. We're officially in Leo season, and man, it feels good, doesn't it? (laughs) Um, So I just wanted to shout out my Leos. Um, But yeah, let's jump into this week's episode. Starting with um, podcast, my first recommendation is a podcast called Soberish, hosted by Jessa Reed. And all these podcasts and um, app recommendations will be found on my TikTok and Instagram, which is the same name, both places, uh, Practical Magic Pod. So uh, look out for those. But yes, uh, back to the recommendations. Uh, Jessa Reed is the host of Soberish, She is a comedian and a uh, spiritual uh, person. Uh, She adds humor, but blunt honesty at the same time. Um, She doesn't sugarcoat anything. She's upfront, and I love that. Uh, Some spiritual podcasts, they get all wishy-washy, and, um, you know, everything is... Uh, carefree and happy this she's just honest and I love her honesty I love her being so upfront about everything Uh, the next one is the witch in kitchen Um, uh, one of my favorite things about this podcast is at the end of each episode she gives you a recipe and she explains the um, the uh, properties of each ingredient for the recipe Uh, so one week she might give you a recipe for oh I don't know like let's say pizza for example and um, although she's never done pizza but I'm using that as just a random example pizza is uh, a recipe to make for abundance to bring in wealth and um, you know all of that so she explains each ingredients and how it uh, is used or why it is used in the recipe for what the recipe is for. Um, the next epi- the next podcast is Divine Dingo. In this podcast, they discuss um, animals in your practice, whether it's um, an a pet that you have right in the moment, or if it's the energy of a loved pet that has crossed over. Um, the next one is Witching Wednesdays. This one I really enjoy um, just because for the sheer fact that the host of this podcast has a different view than me when it comes to uh, being a witch. She is a Wiccan and I just enjoy listening Um, because it teaches me about different witches' way of, of doing things. And some of the stuff I can take and implement into my practice, and some of it I just leave because it doesn't speak to me. 
But I think that that's how it should be regardless uh, of your practice. You know, listening to other people's points of view is great. That's how we grow and change and um, become better people. Um, Moving on. um, It's fucking spiritual. This one is hosted by Rachel Gibbler. I just uh, got introduced to this podcast. Um, One of the other non-spiritual witchy apps that I podcast that I listened to um, recommended her. And so I thought, let's go check her out. And very much like uh, Jessa Reed, she's just very upfront, very blunt, um, gives great advice. Um, and so far, like I said, I've just been introduced, so I've only listened to like one or two episodes. But so far, I find it very, very enjoyable, very informative. Uh, the next one is Para- Paranormal Karen. Um, she is a comedian, a tarot reader, um, and a witch. Um, she, I have yet to find an episode of hers that I have not enjoyed. Uh, one of my favorites was an episode where the whole episode she was talking with a guest and they were discussing aliens. So, um, if you are, you know, obsessed with aliens or even just slightly interested, Um, I think you would really enjoy her podcast. Um, The next one is um, Intuitive Girl's Guide. Um, Now, I just want to put it out there. Just because the word girl is in the podcast doesn't mean this is, like, strictly for women, men. Anybody, absolutely anybody can listen to this and and benefit from them. Um, They cover topics like... Uh, popular trends, they do research on them, where did they originate from, who created them, um, etc. Um, the next one is Tarot Bites, and as I'm sure you can imagine from the name, it's bite-sized information for those that are trying to learn Tara. Um, and for somebody like me that is, like, trying to get into it, um, you know, it's very, it's presented to me and everybody that listens, um, in a way where it's very digestible and easy to consume the information. Um, my next recommendations are, uh, let's see here, Astrology Bites, just like Tarot Bites, it's given to you in bite-sized form, so it's easier information for you to take in and instead of being overwhelmed, um, you know, it's just a little bit of information at a time. Like, her shortest episode that I have listened to is, like, four minutes. Um, she does have a small handful of episodes that run to, like, 40 minutes, but those are generally episodes where she is interviewing somebody, and so they dive further in depth, but the, the, I'd say, like, of her episodes are four minutes or, um, I should say 25 minutes or less. Um, so check her out. Uh, the next podcast is Glittercast. Again, very much like, um, or I should say it is pretty much like, um, 
astrology bites. The only difference is this one goes a little further in depth. Um, but she is discussing astrology and, uh, trying to, uh, give it to you in a way that is, is easy to consume, but the episodes are longer. So I recommend checking them both out, but if you feel like the bite-sized one is better for you, then, then go for it. Um, the next podcast is, um, hosted by Abigail Moss and Abigail Moss, um, oh God, I forget her actual title, but she works with people to work through their traumas. Her, she only has two episodes on this podcast. I don't know if she's like given up on the podcast or or if she's just putting it on hold. But I do recommend listening to these two episodes because um, the first episode really just hit home for me. She The whole episode, the whole podcast, she um, was working with this woman. And this woman was saying, you know, um, she's trying to start this business and she can, she knows she's supposed to do it but she has all these roadblocks from things that have been instilled from her in a very young age. And, um, I could really hardcore relate to that. Um, and so the episode was, uh, Abigail working with her, identifying where these, uh, beliefs came from and, um, how you can turn that negativity into a positive so you can channel it, harness, harness it, and use it to help you succeed in your, in your desires, in your dreams, to make that business happen or make that relationship uh, work, you know? So, like I said, even though there's not a lot of episodes, those two episodes really were beneficial, and uh, I highly recommend that you check them out. Uh, the next podcast is Invoking Witchcraft. Um, and this one I've been listening to for a couple months. And I have yet to find an episode that I didn't like. Um, so I highly recommend that you check them out. Uh, this podcast, both hosts are... Um, um, what is it? Uh they practice folk magic, they're folk witches, um, and one of my, um, favorite episodes from them is, it's titled, um, Are There Rules? And their whole episode was discussing whether there are rules in witchcraft, and if it's okay to break them, and, um, that's part of the reason why I don't practice, um, like, like Wiccan and things like that. Because I feel like they have too many rules, too many guidelines. And to me, that feels like Christianity. Like, you've got to follow this and you've got to follow that. Um, and they very much encourage you to step out of your shell and don't be afraid to use substitutes and, and to ask questions and, um, one of the hosts on the show is, uh, is gay. And so he gives a whole new point of view on 
on magic in general because a lot of magic um, traditionally you know it falls into the masculine and the feminine which very much gets confused with the female and the male um, which is you know I'm putting it out there shouldn't be uh, masculine and feminine feminine are clearly just energy and we all have both and um, you know some people just lean more into one or the other um, and we need to learn how to balance both to live in harmony think of like the yin yang sign um but i just wanted to put it out there that he brings a whole new uh opinion because of his walk of life his his path into witchcraft um and i very much listen enjoy listening to them both bringing their own um experiences uh of magic to the table and some of it I can I can you know be like okay that's relatable I can use that in my life and some of it 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 doesn't resonate with me so I just leave it but it doesn't mean I can't appreciate what they're what they're saying so uh, those are my podcast recommendations uh, moving on to app recommendations for tracking of the moon I use this app called moon very suiting. I also, before I continue, I want to just put this out there. All these apps are for an iPhone. So if you, for example, have like uh, an Android or um, yeah, if you have a different phone, I'm not 100% sure if these apps can be found on those phones, but I am certain that you can find a substitute, another form of these apps that will be uh, conducive for your phone. Um, the following apps are um, Skyview Light, and this one I really like. It's good for like um, astrology, like uh, you aim your phone to the sky, and you can see like these stars forming, uh, like Orion's Belt, uh, the the Dipper, the Little Dipper, etc. Um, and it teaches you like where they're placed in the sky and. You, you can use this even during the daytime. I've been in my home during the day and I opened the app and I just played with my phone and I was like, huh, I wonder where, you know, these stars are placed in the sky even though it's daytime. Uh, the stars are in the sky, uh, you know. We, we may not think about it a lot, but the stars are out right this moment in the, what is it, uh, 9.20 in the morning. It's just the sun is so bright that it cancels it. So, I think that's pretty freaking cool. So, that's why you can use this app all day long. Uh, You don't have to just reserve it for um, nighttime. Uh, The next one is um, Astrology Future. This one is, uh, you know, like your chart. You put in your date of birth, etc. And... um, So I have that. Like I said previously when I was mentioning the apps, I'm trying to learn astrology. Um, But um, I'm definitely no expert. Um, I think my big three are Libra Moon. um, Let's see, Libra Moon... I think my rising is a 
Aquarius. And what is the other one? I know my moon is Libra, though. See, I'm, I'm brand new to this. I'm really trying to learn. But, um, yeah. I, um, I recommend you check that out. Again, it's Astro Future. And all these podcasts and app recommendations, you will be able to find them all on my Instagram and TikTok, which is under the same name, uh, Magical, I mean, Practical Magic Pod. Um, so if you want to check these out, I recommend you go there. Um, now diving into, um, some things, uh, some topics that I have heard throughout the time that I have classified myself as a witch. And, uh, like I said, I'm just going to be sharing my personal opinion on these topics. Um, the first one is the myth that witches and spiritual people, uh, all their ability, all their magic or spirituality is locked into their hair, and therefore you must have long hair. Um, I don't know about you, but I feel like this is a bunch of um, malarkey, a bunch of BS, if you will. Um, just because you have short hair or you don't have hair at all, I mean, let's say you're uh, a witch and you, God forbid, got cancer and you lost all your hair. And after the treatment, your hair didn't grow back the same. You have like spurt, uh, sporadic strings of hair and you mostly wear wigs, let's say. That doesn't mean you lost your power. Your spirituality, your magic, it all lies in within you. Your intention your your feelings that is your magic your hair uh your fingernails all your saliva what have you all of that are just things that you can use in your spirituality in your witch practice but it does not define your um your magic it does not define you as who you are it's just a part of you um a little story um trying to think how when was it i think it was the beginning of no i think it was the summer of 2014 um i had just a couple months prior broken up with a boyfriend and during that relationship i wanted to have short hair i wanted to see what it was like i had really long hair at the time um and he told me um, just horrible things. He was like, you know, oh, you must be a lesbian because only lesbians have short hair. I wanted to get a tattoo. And he was like, oh, it's official. You are because only, you know, gay people. I don't know. He had like this really weird view. Shortly after that, I broke up with him. But once I broke up with him, I did. I went out. I bought a razor. I buzzed my head like the military low short buzz and I just ah, I felt so relieved every time I'm online YouTube TikTok and I see the videos of the girls and they they're like don't do it girl and they're like I'm just thinking about it and then they go and they take that razor and they just buzz their head I'm like you go girl you know you disconnect from what society says that you have to look a certain way talk a certain way 
you you do it and I feel so proud of them because I felt proud of myself in the moment and um I got I now I have three tattoos and I don't regret it at all um um I just wish my hair would grow back faster (laughs) because I miss having really long hair but I know eventually I'll, I'll get it back but I do not feel like that my practice is tied up in my hair and for those of you out there that have heard this toxicness before and you are contemplating cutting your hair but you're scared to do it because you're afraid you're going to lose all your 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 power once you disconnect from your hair don't buy into it if anything i think it strengthens your power because you are able to disconnect yourself from what society says you should look like and that makes you a stronger independent person do what your heart is calling you to do that's all i've got to say um the next topic is um people that judge other people for doing things differently than the collective for example when i very first started this podcast um I was con- um, another fellow spiritual co- podcast reached out to me and said they wanted to have me on. So, of course, as one does, you do a little test run. You do a phone call or a test run FaceTime sort of situation. And they were asking me about what crystals and, if any, do I use. And I was straight up with them. I did not hold back. I said, I don't feel drawn to crystals. I am not dogging on them. I am not saying don't use them. I, I, I want to specify that out there because I know a lot of people use them. It's a very popular thing. Even if you don't use them in a, in a magical purpose, you people have them around their homes because they believe in their abilities. And that's wonderful. But I said, I personally don't feel drawn to them. And I feel like a lot of times crystals are overdone. People, instead of instilling their strength, drawing from their own personal strengths and ability, they depend on what the crystal is providing. Um, And I think that uh, sometimes people get lost in that. And they they feel like, oh, I'm not going to be able to manifest this if I don't have this crystal. Or I'm not going to be able to call in the perfect lover, you know, uh, a partner or friend if I don't have this crystal. When really, it's all within you. And when I said that, the interviewer just closed down. And she's like, okay, well, and she kind of like ended the conversation. And she's like, well, let's set up a date and time. So we did. And I was like, okay, maybe this is going to work out. And they never followed through. Never followed through. Um, So I guess what I'm saying is if you are somebody, for example, that loves working with crystals, you truly feel drawn to it, have at it. But if you meet somebody that instead of enjoying to work with crystals, they enjoy working with colors don't judge them. Doesn't make them any better than you. Doesn't make them any worse. It's just, you know, think of it this way. Let's say every time you got together with your friends, 
you guys ate hot dogs, let's say. I don't know, this is random, but let's say you always ate hot dogs. You know every time you get together, you're going to eat hot dogs. And let's say one day you get together and one of your friends is like, you know what? I don't want a hot dog. I want a hamburger. Are you all going to just sit there and judge them and be like, what kind of person are you that you don't want a hot dog? No. You're going to be like, okay, that's different. I know we're used to eating hot dogs together, but that's okay. I hope you guys get the analogy. I hope that makes sense. Um, let's see. Okay. Uh, let's see. Okay, so this is one that I heard on TikTok the other day, and immediately I just was like, come again? So this guy was saying that the reason people's manifestations are not coming true is because um, you cut yourselves down. So let's say you like meditate, you do this whole thing to manifest a new car. You know, you need a car, your car is running down, you keep falling apart. And then you're, then you say, and you say something negative afterwards, you know, you're like, oh, I'm stupid or what have you. And his whole spiel was, if you ever even think about saying one negative thing about yourself or somebody else, it is going to axe your manifestation and it won't come true. Now, now, I get where he was coming from. It is not good to talk negative about yourself or somebody else because our words are spells. I mean, why else do they call it spelling? Like, it is what it is. But... But I think it is impossible to never have a negative thought or say anything negative. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't improve on it. But let's say, let's hypothetically say you were able to never say another negative thing ever about yourself, anyone else, never have another negative thought. You only sat there all day and you just manifested everything your way. You just manifested everything. Now, on paper, that sounds wonderful, but tell me, where's there to go from there? Where? You've, you've achieved the highest point of enlightenment. So what else is there to do except die? You know? So the whole purpose is to achieve healthiness, a healthy point of view. But once you've reached the highest peak of enlightenment, there's nowhere else for you to go. So what I, I didn't leave a comment or anything. I didn't because, you know, online, if you leave a comment, even if you're like the nicest comment or the meanest, that the system thinks that you like seeing that stuff. So it'll just show you more. And I didn't want it shown up again. So I didn't say anything. But my thing is, okay, we all have negative thoughts. There are all times when um, you think negative things. As long as you catch yourself in the moment. A little thing I like to do when I find myself 
cutting myself down or saying something negative about somebody else, I say cancel, delete, reset. And then I say what I truly mean in the moment. Like, let's say hypothetically, um, I drop something on the floor and I say, oh, come on, Rachel, you're such a stupid head or whatever, you know, you're such, you're such an idiot. When I catch myself saying that, I say, cancel, delete, reset, and then I say something like, everyone makes mistakes. It's okay. Because think about it. Think of yourself right now. And if you were able to go back in time and be that, that child, and let's say that child dropped whatever it was that you dropped, dropped a plate or, you know, a fragile cup. Would you look at that child and be like, you're such a moron. You're so stupid. No, never, never. You would say, it's okay. I'll help you clean that up. Everyone makes mistakes. So talk to yourself as if you were that child. Be understanding. You're not the only person that has dropped a plate or, or a teacup and broken it before. People do it all the time. People do it every day. It's totally fine. You know, it doesn't make you a horrible person. And it certainly does not negate your manifestations. Again, personally for me, and I'm sure there are quite a few people out there that will uh, take this point of view, it's your intention. So if your intention, um, you know, is to manifest, like I said, that new car, and then you have an accident and you call yourself stupid, I think that manifestation will... Because that's where your true energy is. You don't truly believe that you're a moron because you dropped a plate. Um, I hope that spiel made sense. I hope you get the gist of my idea with that. Um, Let's see. Okay, this one, uh, again, I I just heard this a little bit ago. Um, So, let's say, um, I'm trying to think of an example here. Um, Okay, so let's say you're in a relationship and you want to make a change. You know, you need you, you need some closure in the relationship. You wouldn't just sit there and just expect your partner just to know. We're not at that point yet in society where we can read each other's minds. I'd like to think, you know, at some point we'll be able to reach that point. But um you know, you you have to take actions to see the improvement that you want. For example, uh, I think this analogy might be better. Let's say you're making pancakes. And let's say the recipe calls for a cup of your choice of milk. Let's say almond milk. Let's use that as an example. And you don't have any almond milk in your house. And so you have the fridge open and you're just looking in the fridge and you're like, I want almond milk. 
why can't I have almond milk? When right down the street, you have a corner store that you know has the almond milk. But you're still got your head stuck in the fridge and you're like, where's the almond milk? You're not going to get the almond milk and be able to finish it. I mean, you can use other liquid substance in place of almond milk, but you won't be able to get the almond milk unless you get yourself in the car, go down to that store or another store that you know has almond milk, and then you can come back home, and then you will have the almond milk. Very much the same with our lives. You know, there are situations where you need something or you want something and you keep just being like why am I not getting this ideal relationship why am I not being treated with the respect that I feel I should be getting which everyone should be treated with respect you know that's not like you know some groundbreaking thing it's just common sense everyone should be treated with respect but unless you take the action to make that possible you're just going to be sitting there with your head in the fridge just looking on the shelves being like why don't I have almond milk because you haven't made any moves to achieve it and what I've been hearing is uh that just manifesting just sitting there crisscross applesauce you know visualizing yourself in the ideal car and um you know wearing the finest things that you know, you can buy. That's all you got to do. When, like the example with the almond milk, you won't achieve any of that unless you start making actions, taking actions um, to achieve it, to get the, the new car or the finest threads. I hate that word, but you get what I mean. The finest clothes. Um... This is a big reason why I have started putting myself in therapy. Um, because there is so much that I want to achieve. And I'm only getting older, you know? I'm not old. I'm only... I turn 37 tomorrow. But I am only going to get older. And I have lived the way I've been living for 37 years. 37 years tomorrow. Today's July 24th. Um... And, yes, I'm not going to lie, I have achieved a few things, but there are more things that I want to achieve, and I know that the traumas and negativity from my childhood and from, you know, being a young adult are definitely holding me back. And the only way I can see an improvement is if I talk to somebody. For me, that's what I feel like I need. Of course, along with working in my practice and if anything I think having a therapist might even help me more in my practice um so yeah if you are in that situation where you want to see some form of improvement but you just have your head stuck in the fridge looking for it just to magically show up I'm sorry it's not going to come that way you've got to take some action so just think about that um Um, let's see, the next topic. Um, okay, so, uh, this one, 
it's just something that has been happening to me. This is not anything that I've heard online. This is just something that I want to share with you all. Um, so, when was it? I think it was about two weeks ago. Maybe maybe a week and a half. That makes more sense. Um, I was just in my, throughout that whole week. I was, you know, seeing things that I don't know. Like one night I was sitting on my bed. And I looked towards a window in my apartment. And I saw this handprint being pressed up against the the shade for the window like you know the the white pull down shades it's like um kind of like a a thick plastic you know what i'm talking about well that but that's on all all my windows in my apartment and so one night i just saw this handprint push like into it and i saw the actual print and the weird thing was i wasn't scared but i was like huh that's weird. I've never seen that before. And like 45 minutes later, I went to bed. Like that's how unscared I was. Um, and then periodically through the week, I saw like things like in the floor. Like one day I saw like the outlining of a, um, of a dog. I was like, oh, I can kind of see like the dog's ears and nose and etc. Um, and it just periodically just different animals different shapes like one day I saw the shape of like a woman's face long hair etc um and I've just never had that before um so I guess my reasoning for sharing this is not only to let you know things that are going on with me but also if you're experiencing this don't be afraid tap into it ask you know um do some research see if this is um how to channel into this more of course if you want to if you don't want to if it scares you too much you know just be like i'm not ready for this right now and spirits uh do abide by that you know the um so i just wanted to put that out there you know just in case um, any of you, you know, had an experience like that and you're like, oh, this really terrifies me. It's not something to be scared of. I mean, for goodness sake, people see figures in burnt toast, you know? So, um, you, it, it, it happens. Things, I'm aware that it might be just the way the rug is laid, but I've been in this apartment, um, like, you know, just the pattern of the rug, but like, I've been in here in this apartment for like 12 years and I've never seen anything like this before so I take it as I'm tap I've been tapping more into my spirituality and so more of my um abilities are coming to the forefront that's the way I'm seeing it um let's see here um uh here's another thing that I've heard online that I I don't like Uh, I've seen this on Pinterest, TikTok, Instagram, but mostly um, TikTok and Pinterest. Um, How do you know if you are spiritual, magical, um, or a witch? How do you know? You know, and they probably don't mean it in such a snarky way. They, They, like, 
tell you things to do, to try, and if you succeed in them, then you are spiritual. You are a witch. Um, or a warlock, if you like to be, you know, called that. You get my gist. Um, my thing is, if you feel you are spiritual, if you feel like you are a witch, insert, or insert whatever you prefer to be called, then you are. You don't need to take a quiz. You don't need to, you know, do some form of a test. Just know, if you feel it in your bones and you feel drawn to it, then you are. Just, it's as plain as that. So don't let anyone else tell you otherwise that you need to take a, uh, you know, some sort of quiz on Facebook or, or, you know, if you, you're not a witch, if you're, you know, if you don't feel connected to the moon or what have you. Everybody's different. Every practice is different. Everyone's introduction to, um, you know, these things is different. I mean, how boring would it be if every single witch worked with the moon? If every single witch or spiritual person uh, did everything with the faces of the moon and everyone used the same crystals? Do you see what I mean? If everyone did the same... It would be so boring. There would be no room for anyone to grow at all. Because we all did the same thing. We all believe the same thing. Um, So don't let... If you've ever heard anything like that, don't let that discourage you. Um, uh, um, This is just something else that is going on with me. And... uh, It's not anything that I've heard or seen online. This is just personally me that I wanted to share with you all. Um, So, I've mentioned um, a couple episodes ago, I actually have a topic on it, uh, coffee magic. And um, I mentioned in that episode that I, at that time, uh, had been taking uh, ritual showers with... um, like a coffee paste, like you take coffee grounds and you mix it with olive oil and you can put your choice of essential oils. But for me, I felt drawn to keeping it very simple and plain. Uh, I would say for the last three weeks, that urge to do that has just gone away. And my feeling, the way I feel about it, um, is... It's very much like, you know, if you go and you, for example, buy a crystal and then let's say six months later you lose it, you know, it's not where you usually keep it and you just can't find it. In my opinion, like the crystal, it just means it's done its job. It's served its purpose and you no longer need it. So I guess the reason I'm bringing this up is because if there is something that you have done in your practice and you have noticed that over the last few weeks or months you just for whatever reason just don't feel drawn to doing it don't feel bad it doesn't mean that you're slacking on your practice or anything it just means that what you were doing that ritual that spell that chant it's done its purpose it's served its job and there's no need for you to do it anymore Um, now who knows, maybe a year, even a few months, or maybe even a few weeks down the road, you might feel called to doing it again. 
in my opinion, that means then there's a reason it's needed to be done again. Um, but don't feel bad. Don't feel like, you know, oh, I'm a bad witch or I'm an, oh, I'm a bad spiritual person because this is what I was doing for three months. And then all of a sudden I just stopped doing it and I don't feel drawn to it. Is there something wrong with me? No. Like I said, it just means it served its purpose and it's not needed at this point in time. So just keep that in the back of your mind. Um, um, let's see here. So in closing to this episode, um, I want to give you guys... Um, or not give you guys, but tell you what I have been doing uh, to keep myself grounded, um, not only just so I can just be a better person in my day-to-day life, but also uh, be more in tune with my inner child, and also so I can be a better representation of myself when I go for therapy. You know, if I keep myself grounded and in a level-headed space, then I am able to go to my therapy sessions and be in a better place where I can verbalize exactly what it is I want to work through and what I want to achieve. Instead of just showing up in my therapy sessions and being an emotional ball wreck and just blubber and not say anything and then my therapist is like you're just crying I don't know how to help <laughs> you know although I my therapist is not like that you know if I came in and I was just blubbering she would you know calm me down and walk you know help me identify where all that emotion was coming from uh that was a poor example my bad I am sorry but something that I have started to do especially these last few weeks I'd say these last three weeks I just have not wanted to do any heavy, hardcore workout, like nothing with weights or or anything like that. And so I've just been going with what my body has been telling me it needs, which has ended up being yoga, Pilates, and recently I have started Tai Chi. Now, I don't have any recommendations for uh, these things. All I do is just go to Google, or not Google, excuse me, uh, YouTube, and I just type in Tai Chi or what have you and find a video and and then just work from that. Uh, that way I don't have to go and spend any excess money or anything. Um, if you desire to pay for a yoga class, a Pilates class, what have you, have at it. Do you. Um, but I'm just putting it out there, the, you know, these um, videos on YouTube have been quite beneficial for me and, um, you know, hopefully they will be beneficial for somebody else. Um, I'm thinking of linking my um, Spotify playlist for my witch music down below in this week's episode. Um, you know, if you're looking for new witchy music, you know, just check it out. Um, but beyond that, I want to thank everyone again for joining me for, um, this episode. I cannot believe that it's been one year that I've been doing this podcast and, 
I am so beyond grateful for each and every one of you. And um, I hope you all continue sticking around and we can all continue growing together throughout this podcast. Um, But with all that being said, I will be back next week with a brand new episode discussing um, animal spirit guides and how they communicate. Um, In the meantime, you can find me over on Instagram and TikTok, both at Practical Magic Pod. Um, I hope you all have a magical week.